hot right now. Oh my Ooh, goodness! Whoa, oh my goodness. whoa, whoa! Coming hey. in hot. Oh my in. gosh! All right, you know what? We're just gonna start this one off with Kip from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Let's see. Start <laughs> off with Kip. Will this pick up? Does that pick up with y'all or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you need me? Screaming if I'm if you guys can hear me or it's like well I'm just like yeah just like ah. loud and clear brother I mean truthfully it is Wilhelm so yeah hey, we're, we're just we're just, a we're just passengers we're just here welcome to another yeah. episode people I am yeah. Trent L yeah. whatever his last name is Trent L well Trent what's your middle name what, what middle name oh my god is, is I've, I, you've told I mean, me before it's like now that you've asked I don't feel like we should reveal that but oh yeah, shoot you know, that, that, that's that's gonna really? be a gift for people yeah that's for the Lord we'll, we'll record yeah. or you can is say that, it but beep it out hold on hold on hold on hold on hold oh my my full name is Trent Oh, oh is, that, is that like is that like asking Wheezy F baby what the F stands for? Yes, the F is for phenomenal, phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal. But yes, we're here yeah. with Trent L. Yeah, blank. Christian, hold up, you can't. I can't say that. Can't reveal the middle. Yeah, go ahead and say the full one. All right, Christian. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have three first names. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, but, oh my but goodness. Uh, you guys could also call me Eclectic Sage. That's my artist Eclectic name. Artist, y'all. I'm Lucas Mc. <laughs> oh, <laughs> y'all, I tried to dox myself right there, but to no avail. Uh, I'm Lucas. Lucas, there's there's a few of them. Um, oh. I okay, actually don't. Young James Dean. Young James Dean. The middle name threw me off guard. I was like, "What is that?" I was like, "Whoa, way!" Yeah. Uh, no way. Miguel. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. Oh, uh, you dropped it. Oh, hey, oh my God! Oh, Lucas Miguel Gustin. Oh my God! Well, if you made it, if you made it this far, you heard our up other episodes. I mean, that, I yes. feel like that's well earned. <laughs> um. Yeah. I guess I've been coined Young James Dean. Young James. Dean. Uh, Young James I, honestly, Dean. Honestly, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna say I wish, but um, I do have. I don't know. I you just have do have. I do have like a real infinity, and I, I, for for the the actor for the 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 individual, um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I, I guess I've kind of like I've 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 questioned that what my exact uh source of affinity is with with uh you know the lore and the character, but um. I don't know. I guess it would just pertain to the interest of of anybody and, and why they're interested in something. I yes, mean, we yeah. we definitely do need to do an episode on him. I'm not gonna lie, like just that would be really oh, interesting. I, I was about to say we all sort of do, um, especially as 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 young creators, we we tend to find something that we relate to and just attach ourselves to it. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I, I feel like that's just media generally, especially in like United States. Like mm-hmm. we love our pop culture. Like we just. Yeah. It's, we it's bu- really we become a part of it. Like it's a part of our like we like songs so much it becomes our our identity. Like we wear band shirts or whatever. So like yeah, 
Facts. Facts. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's true. Kind of territorial about that. I think it's um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think sometimes it's a different way of explaining to people who we are without having to say it. Uh, yeah, you know, some sort mm-hmm. of uh, uh, association. Um, it's like it's like when people post memes, like "Yo, this is me as fuck." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? like the, yeah, it's just yeah. relatable. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're all just searching for human connection. That's what we're here for. Absolutely, pretty Gosh. much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And I guess like any real real medium of like entertainment or art can kind of be that common thread that <coughs> ties us all together. Um, yeah. I don't know. Personally, I think it's, yeah, it's like a lot of like, I mean, again, audio interviews, podcasts, that's something I, I naturally gravitate towards. But I think that theatrics of like film is also huge, at least for me. Um, yeah. And just kind of like the lore that is like attached to like actors or, uh, you know, set happenings or, or what have you. But to-, to be transparent, I totally lack on music. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. not, like, and I'm sitting here with two avid musicians um, yeah. who are well, really I mean, encyclopedias am I, of Am knowledge. I a musician? Do I, do ah, I count? <laughs> well, I guess... Uh, I did want to be a rapper. Oh, hey. you about, about to hop on the beat. Dizzy <laughs> Righteous. But I mean, I mean, who didn't, though? Who didn't want to be? I mean, because rappers are the modern rock stars. Who didn't want to yeah. be a rock star at one point? At yeah. what point did that Definitely transition? Fun. Definitely fun to be it. Yeah. <laughs> you, should, you, should, you should hop on stage with me. It's very fun. Hey. <laughs> Honestly, it's very therapeutic. Yeah, dude. I'm I can, sure I can only imagine. Um, But no, that's fair. I, I, I lack in some film knowledge for old ones. Like was I, there I still any seen Rebel Without a Cause? Hurts. Hurts. I'm working on it. I'm, <laughs> I'm watching. You know, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, the the lore is very uh, very interesting to me. But to to go back to the question of, or or to the statement, should I say, of uh, rap or a rapper is the new rock star? Yeah. Was there any in between ground between that? I don't. Think, I so, think so because no. I mean you had Evanescence going wake me up inside and then you had just like, and then that was on the radio with uh you can find me in the club follow full of dub like that okay. was that was like in the same who, well who I mean if you're playing if you're playing Evanescence in yeah. 07, that's kind of wild like you're you're really yeah. angsty like you who <laughs> and, you know you also had Nickelback too I just hey. to Nickelback oh man Nickelback <laughs> callback you know I I didn't know that the the uh, Lead singer think Chad Kroger, he was married to Avril Lavigne. Who knew? Heard. Not me. Until I don't think. I, I don't think up. we're recording when we're talking about Nickelback. I, we, <laughs> were we, we not? I don't think. We I don't were. think we're recording for Nickelback. <laughs> anyway, so that's like uh, a callback for us. But like oh, listeners wow. are like, why is he saying so, like these Nickel Black? <laughs> that's <things?"> <laughs> wait. Did you say Nickel Black? Yeah, Nickel Black. Nickel Black. Oh. <laughs> Let's start a band called Nickel Black. Nickel Whoa. Black. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. For Nickelback songs, but as rap songs. That would yes. be crazy. That would be. I don't know how elite it is, but it would be pretty fun. So small, <laughs> but yeah, you may not get the shout out to Nickelback, but yeah. they need a shout out anyway because they get hey. so much hate. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. Um, small tidbit on on Avril Lavigne. Do you know her? I believe debut studio album, Let Go. Do you know? Do you know which one? Or am I? Am I, no. I, don't, See, I'm not, I don't know. This man said he's not good at music, and then he just pulls out an album yeah, that I have <laughs> no clue, but knows this <laughs> out of his pocket. Like well, so specific. 
I'm uh I mean again I'm, I'm sure this will <laughs> Lucas this will, is good for those random facts though. Yes. He's always the got specificity. something interesting waiting in the alley. That that is true. Any, <laughs> waiting anyways, in the alley is a creepy yeah. image. <laughs> <laughs> that that's kind of where my facts like uh in the uh, alley. They they, they, they like <laughs> lay stocked up there ready to ready to attack. It's like Batman just like in the alley just like you got <laughs> just swoop down beating up facts like <laughs> That you didn't need, also like you didn't need to know that, but, but you didn't know you wanted them. Anyways, her her album was actually taken down the street because I saw the cover. Um, oh, uh, also this ties into the the uh, importance that Christian uh, has has recently uh, allowed me to understand the importance of songwriting. Um, if you are like, oh my god, let go, Avril Lavigne. How could you not know that album? I'm, I hope somebody listening is. Um, the song "Complicated" on there, which I guarantee you, y'all have heard. I love that song. Oh my god! Okay, thank you. So you know what I'm talking about. I have um, no clue. It's okay. flying over my head. I will also <laughs> make to you. things so complicated. <laughs> anyway, I heard this song um, at, at a bar, and then I was like, "Oh, let me look into that album again." The songwriting is actually pretty good, so let me look into this. Um, anyways, the album cover as I was trying to state, is uh, I was like, oh, it's in New York City for sure. Come to find out, it was taken right down the street. Shout out to New York for being such an iconic, like, place to, like, take photos. To exist. To exist. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta give give Will his face. (laughs) There we go. But Uh, Yeah, I mean, think how many just, like, countless countless album covers have been i mean boom bob dylan off the top of my head i mean he's had numerous album covers out here yeah like uh i'm sure wu-tang yo big so, l so much, so much uh, art. Oh, yeah right on uh no, 145th i think yeah, that. yeah there's so much yo there's that i mean iconic photo of biggie in front of the world trade center which is uh the original twin towers that is um, I haven't seen it, but you got to put really? me on. No, I've only seen because a lot of times with big imagery, it's the same two. Yeah, kind of so recycled. The same, yeah. same two recycled images, like either him with like, with like um a crown, or like the baby version of him. Dude, mm-hmm. so you know actually that that was one of his last. I think if not the last photo shoot he did was the imagery with the crown. Wow, that's yeah, that's, which is like really. I mean, as you stated, that's like completely iconic to his legacy and that was one of the last uh photo shoots if not the last that he had taken and also fun fact uh puff was like adamantly against putting that crown on him wow. because he said it looked like like a burger king crown or like it was like <laughs> too cheesy um and but yeah just like pretty nervous. pretty interesting um pretty interesting stuff all right, let's see here. Okay, yeah, this one right here. Of course, in the Kuji sweater. Oh. Have you seen that? I have never seen that, but that looks so tough. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That looks... I wish... It's wow. crazy yeah, how how young he was, dude. He was Those guys were, like, my age. Yeah. But they look like 30-year-olds. Like dude, <laughs> they look like... I, they look so much older than I thought they were. When I was a little kid, I thought they were, like, grown adults. But then every adult looks old to you. I think yeah, that thanks. they also do. I mean, even at this age, I feel like they they still like. I feel like they're like older than I am, and I'm thirty. I mean, yeah. if they were still living, they'd be older. But I mean, you yeah. know, it, it also their sound encaps encapsulates a certain time in your life too. Yeah. That 
you know, you're going to you're going to associate with olderness mm. or, you know, things being above you. Uh, yeah, but even I don't know. I I grew up like listening to Biggie like so much surprisingly like I used to listen to like live from Memphis live is Sunday live is one represent to BK for the copyright. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah, um that like his his technical ability as like a writer is mm. just so fire. Like I was watching like some Vox video. Loki, I had used that video like to improve my writing like when I was first starting out. Nice. Oh, wow. Um yeah, like if anyone starts rapping and whatever, I'm or like songwriting, I usually recommend that one. Like what, hey, what's, what's the, the content? What's of the it's videos? like a it's like a it's like a Vox video and it's basically identifying when hip hop like change flows and like cadences to create something that's more complicated. Like mm-hmm. a Kendrick song is so far removed from Sugar Hill Gang. Absolutely. And that's because of the evolution of knowing how to play with certain instruments and instrumentation mm. and technical ability on top of a beat and mm. what it means to, to to rap. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, wh- so who it was like, wheels some... on the bus and schools go round. I'm <laughs> over here trying to shake the ground. I was about to say, could I make it as a rapper now if I started using that cadence? My name is Trent. Maybe. Trent. For, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe because of the nostalgia. We yeah. could be due for a... You could, yeah, bring it back. Yeah, yeah, bring it back. I mean, Detroit rappers don't rap on beat on purpose. Really? Yeah, I, I like do. E40, oh. E40, or like, or something. It was like, it's like, um, I don't know. He's from Detroit. Yeah, no, he's he's from he's he's the West Coast. I thought E40 was Detroit. Oh, is he Detroit? No, he's, I don't know. He's, he's East Detroit, Detroit, Detroit and Bay Area yeah, sounds are pretty similar. Yeah, so it's really hard yeah. to say. Yeah, he's um, but I think yeah, I think he's from Detroit because Big Sean had him on an album, and he was just like. It was just like it's like one of those albums like Denzel Curry ah, had Rick uh, Ross on the album. Origin East Bay. East Bay. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, he's from East Bay. Hmm. Oh, oh, he's East Forty. Oh. So maybe. who were who were? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, who were some of the <clears throat> like uh, pioneers of like sound and taking hip hop um, to the next level? Off the top of my head, uh, you have Raekwon who like played with um, the bar line, so it'll be like. Um, Somebody will be rapping and they'll say a line and then it'll be like, this is this and this and this. And then uh, what would be the cases like you have, you go from wheels on the bus and wheels go round. I'm over here going to shake the ground. Is that, so, is that an actual bar? I don't think that's an actual okay. bar, but that's that that's an actual cadence from okay. a song. <laughs> like there is a song that is the wheels, like the wheels on the bus go round and round. Like there's something, mm-hmm. yeah. So what was the? Oh 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 oh! It was that? like a guy. He was like, "These are the brakes." Like the break, break, break it up. Break yeah, he was up, like yeah. the. <laughs> there's brakes on the bus and brakes on the ground or something like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then and like these are the brakes. If you look at that, I love that song though. So I- um, is there, is there any like uh like. Quick, because I know that hip hop was birthed in the Bronx again. It recently. Yeah, shout out to the Bronx. Woo! Woo! Yeah, let's hear it for my, the Bronx. My homebro. My homebro. My wrestling room. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. For real, that's really, really something to to be from there. But like, um, yeah, I mean, what were like the 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 turning gears that kind of allowed that to happen? Um. Basically, it was from DJing and stuff. So a lot of it, a lot of like the origins of hip hop came from people like just wanting to extend dance breaks on a song. 
mm. and wanting to and then you had the MC who was like the master of ceremonies and the master of ceremonies was like the DJ slash hyper ceremonies. Wow. Yeah. I never knew that was yeah, so DJ D- DJ is just the disc jockey, and then you have the master of ceremonies, and oftentimes they were the same person, and okay. he was basically like a party, and they had block parties back then, mm-hmm. and they were spinning like records, um, and trying to extend certain dance breaks. So you had like a lot of soul songs, and they had drum, mm-hmm. they had breaks where they'll just be drumming straight, mm-hmm. and then they'll be like the da- the dance section. So the DJs would want to extend the dance section, make it look nice, mm-hmm. um. And then as time went on, people, the MC would be like rapping and trying to hype the crowd. Like, look at the crowd and we're all our hype. Look at your girl. She's not my type. <laughs> <laughs> like, it'll be, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be something silly like that. And then mm-hmm. as time going on, it'll be like, hey, this is actually like a mode of, of expressing concerns. And then mm-hmm. as time went on, you go on and then it's gangster rap and all that type of stuff. And then you also have like the, techni- the technicality and the subject matter being addressed and then storytelling rap and then uh to the modern era it's 50 years of history it's hard to brief through but yeah, yeah it's a, it's, that's a, true. it's it's basically that's kind of where it started and people kept on pushing it because they have a lot more to say mm. than what was in the breaks and then you have people yeah. making specific beats for you yeah and then I feel like that's kind of like maybe within the last like decade yeah that like the producer really started to play i mean like the the or like really like boost the artist that much further. Yeah, I feel like recent memory producers are more um likely to get their flowers like they should. Certainly. Mm. Because the producer well, in some respects, I feel like a lot of yeah. times producers get overshadowed. Mm-hmm. But production is very is a science of its own. Like you have to balance like the same way we look at like sounds on this like board that we're looking, like the controller mm-hmm. for the microphones. Uh the producer has to be able to like mix levels of sound and like carve certain sounds out and create something like wholly new. Same thing with sampling too. Sampling, mm-hmm. we could do a whole episode on sampling. Uh, but yeah, the those types of things are kind of like wild, um, and very complicated. Like I, I could technically look at it and do it, but it's not something I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Like I rather like you. I you pay musicians pay engineers for a reason and yeah. Shout out to and artists that be paying their engineers. Yo, shout out to people actually paying. What? Yeah, to like paying for the work. Yes, pay people for the work. What has? <laughs> what? What? That being said, what? What do y'all think is the hardest industry to break into? For me, I think it would it would be like art, music, or fashion. I would say those would have to be. The, Mm. Or we'll, we'll, we'll even we'll, limit we'll, it down to like one. artistic that's, pursuits. That's, that's a tough. One. In terms of artistic pursuits, artistic pursuits. Yeah. Uh, I think like maybe like painting. Like that has to be painting like to to pull or to be able to like gain traction and like own your footing in I, the field. I feel like that. I mean, I don't know what steps would be particularly necessary to achieve that, but what do you, what do you think, Trent? Um, I was going to say, you also have to define what it means to break into, because you mean just doing it for money, or do you mean like getting big? I would say to, to make a living. To make a living? Um, uh, Make a living, maybe not. To make it big, per se, like make, be famous in notoriety, that's like very difficult because the mm. bar of entry is really low. Like, mm. imagine yeah, we just grabbed like we grabbed some mics and we're like, let's start a podcast. And we did <laughs> like, that's how that's uh, honestly, that's how a lot of art starts. Mm-hmm. Like a musician is just like, I used to write poems in my bedroom. Now I'm a rap. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's like yeah. that was like me. Like I used to just like listen to music and then I would hear a song and then like I'll hum my own melody that the artist didn't use and I'll be like all right, let me write something for this. Mm. And then that's yeah. kind of how it went. And then now I like genuinely like want to do this for a while. Like just make Absolutely music, do. make Absolutely. music for, for myself and for other people. Cause, um, I feel like I have some, something interesting to say. And that's with like most artists, people like, I'm sure when you mm-hmm. design something, you're just like, I have not something to say, but something to create mm-hmm. that you contribute. will enjoy, that you will enjoy. And I need to contribute to something. Mm. Like we said in like a couple episodes, though, it's like a need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's interesting because when I started drawing, which is like that my my first love of art, it was never. I don't think it was ever. I have something to say, and I want to get it out. It was just yeah. I have something to say. Like mm-hmm. I was creating the things that I saw. Yeah, and it wasn't, and a lot of it never really. <clears throat> Originally, it wasn't really intended. Well, I guess it was intended for like my immediate peer group. I was that was just the thing we were doing, but it was never mm-hmm. when it started to develop. It was never something I was going to. I think that I intended on sharing with the world. Like I don't, I don't know if I ever saw it getting big, like mm-hmm. I or I ever wanted it to. Not that it's big now, but it mm-hmm. was never yeah. something I. It was I intentionally was like you know I'm gonna make it for people who who make art relate to it can watch like no i just i want to draw i have this stuff inside of me right and i physically need to get it out yeah and that's like what you, that need to, you need to express yeah yeah <clears throat> i mean i guess like the the other side of that too what say say an individual was to make it big um and just to humor ourselves here what industry do you think would have the biggest snakes around here Ooh, music. Whatever I was gonna say, whatever the busi- biggest industry is, true yeah. music probably. Yeah, probably like, music. Sad, like, dude, sad, art sadly. could be like so savagely like impersonal, but like, dude, music has it's, to be the gnarliest. Like, it's because it's because like it's a it's a commodification of uh of art. I feel like uh in this when you do that when you make something that's like really like uh people identify themselves with it mm-hmm. um and you turn that into like a good that can be sold and bought mm-hmm. that packaged and distributed yeah mm-hmm. that kind of uh that changes like you because it's so intimately connected to your identity right. that is just all the more like hurtful when like things mm. go wrong yeah. i feel like because like I just see it like with like just studying like the industry and stuff, not mm-hmm. not being in it. Like I'm not even touching that anything crazy, mm-hmm. but I'm just starting out. But not yet, anyway. Yeah, not, not yet. Never, yeah, never, not never yet. Know. But I've seen people come. like become jaded with time, and it's just like the commodification of a person. Even like when you studied like artists, like I was looking at um, I was looking at Basquiat and everything like Andy Warhol and like some of like their relationship. And how, like, a small, like, little disagreement led to, like, a fracture into, like, a wholesome, like, mentor-mentee type of relationship. And then some parts of it were transactional from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it was, like, I can be let into this industry via this person. Another person is, like, I could capitalize on this talent from this mm-hmm. person. But then looking at each other and being, like, you make some great stuff. I appreciate you. I appreciate the things that you do. Mm-hmm. And then how that pretentiousness from the outside and like the other things of like commodification in the industry led to 
such a tragedy on both ends. Yeah, so truly. That's like that's a, we could do a whole case study on that one. I don't want to dev too deep because that one I need to know my facts. Have y'all, <laughs> but facts. have y'all seen or have y'all visited facts to know the facts. his yeah. his studio on Great Jones? No, I have not. It's actually for lease. Really? It is. It's like twenty seven thousand dollars a month. But that's not sweet. That's, 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 that's not bad. For the we could chip in there for the property you're getting. I mean, not not that bad. I think we just found our studio, folks. Yo, listeners. Yeah, <laughs> You know, that's, that's go ahead and donate. Yeah, donate. Uh, we don't have a link yet, but we should, we'll we should start a Patreon. We'll one. I have to, we, we'll, we'll have lost episodes on there and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, yeah, that was like, I guess, his, his last studio. But yeah, it's right up the street. It's on Great Jones. Yeah. Um, I like what he did with the factory. Somebody told me about that the other day. What's what up? do you mean? So he had the collective. I'm still learning about it. So oh, you're good. talking Andy Warhol? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the factory, and he basically just rented another studio and was just like, "You guys create right here. Here's your space." And I was just like, "So he wow. was just kind of like a facilitator, essentially." He just but provided a space for for artists to. to but create. like providing that space for somebody is such a great thing. Yeah. You don't know what's gonna spawn out of that. That's yeah. Amazing. Like, like. Uh, I'm still looking into it, so I'm not going to talk about it too crazy. But mm-hmm. like, that's very inspiring. <laughs> yeah. Like, regardless, like regardless of like faults of a person, that's very inspiring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Certainly. I I recently saw his uh, his Campbell Soup piece at the MoMA, and yeah, it's incredible. It's it's huge too. Yeah. It makes I I like this I like his Campbell Soup one because I do it's too. Just, I really do too. What do you, it's it's um, it's a good part of like uh talking about repetition mm-hmm. yeah and then also feeds into his overall general sentiment over commodification so the cool thing about artists i see a lot in like fine art is that it's funny it's like a reflection towards uh the people that usually consume their art the most which mm-hmm. are like people of higher like class standing in terms of like how much money they can have mm-hmm. um they juggle with uh the fact that they are commodities themselves and they know it and they're very yeah. self-aware that and that's i feel like that tension between let's say if i'm like a wealthy buyer and like i'm looking at something and it's just like he knows he's being he's knows he's, he's being like commodified and mm-hmm. yet he still wants the attention and it's just like i don't know that's just, that's where the sinister nature comes in i feel mm. <laughs> yeah it can definitely be a conflicting matter for sure um yeah, and I guess just like the, I don't know. I guess I can't particularly speak from experience, but yeah, like I wonder really how that exactly affects the artist. Um, knowing like once you get to like this is my l- this is like my income and how I eat and put food on the table and have a roof over my head, like how exactly that affects your art or yeah. your craft. I guess I have yet to truly discover, but. Um, I don't know. I guess that would kind of tie into any entrepreneurial endeavor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it always sort of one of those things. It's like, how much do I charge? It, it forces you to put a value to it. Yeah. A value to, to <sighs> so all of your hard work. You gotta, you gotta figure out your own value. Mm. Do you have um, any experience like putting like a charged amount? Yes. <laughs> please, please speak on it. Um, Cause I, I putting like, a what out you said for, for, for putting like, a price on like oh. the art that you create because like recently i've been getting into like photography and i've mm-hmm. been trying to figure out how mm-hmm. to that's price time that's, that's the crazy and that thing. it is is yeah. so hard to me and i definitely need to start 
like charging people, but at the same time, that's it. It really hurts to yeah, like it's, it's have to do that. It's cough it up. It's, you know, it's something you love. You know, you love yeah. to do it. It's like I do this for free, but um, essentially, you know, you need to get paid for your work. But no, the um, yeah, pay your artist, <laughs> pay your engineer, pay your artist. Shout pay out em. to people who pay their. Artists. Shout out to people that pay the for engineer, real? pay the people in the process, and do it ethically. Mm. Absolutely. If you, uh, that was a great quote. I, uh, I think it was from Yazembe. He was saying, "If you ever, oh, maybe it wasn't Yazembe. I'm gonna hold off on. Uh, well, let's, let's the not attribute quoting, it. We'll just, yeah, yeah, the, the attribution. But to say was, somebody said, but yes, one we'll, of the we'll, one, we'll one great person you. once said, "If you want to, if you want to thank someone, pay them. Mm. You yeah. know, if you want to show your thanks, if you want to show your appreciation, pay them. Cough Simply it put, there it is. Um, but that's no, a great, that's a great." Sage like wisdom. Yeah, um, it's true. <clears throat> it's true. No, uh, the the when people when I talk about this, the uh, the one speaking of being jaded, the one experience I always, um, yeah, because I feel like it's a natural part. Yeah, the one experience I always cite isn't with photography, but it was sort of one of the things that kind of led me to not sell my drawings. Mm. Is, um, hmm. I was mm. dealing with I was dealing with a rapper, and actually during mm. that time I was dealing with multiple rappers because one of my best friends. He's into music. He does he does R and B and he does rap, you know. Yeah. And so naturally I was always around him and always taking photos. Yeah. People take notice to that and they say, Hey, you know, you wanna do stuff for me, I'll pay you. And uh, through a lot of those situations I did not get what I was owed. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but um there were two instances where I drew album covers for somebody. This guy living next door. Um, and essentially he offered to pay me something and i kind of brushed it off at first and then next time it was brought up and then it was done i was like hey yeah i do want to i do want to get paid for this you know i yeah. did put a lot of work into it and then the um which you know there, there was a little bit of pushback but not too much he paid me um and then there was another the the guy who was more official who was actually rapping on stage and he was talking about all these things which i didn't agree at the time you know it's like his raps were full of talking about women and money and drugs and all that yeah he was like i want to i want you to draw a picture of me and i want to be surrounded by women and i want to be surrounded by cash and i want to be you know big and muscular he was not yeah. a muscular guy and i was like okay and then you know that caused a few things uh to to go on inside of me i had to to you know pull Help myself lines. away from it yeah there, there was some there was some compromise in it i was like you know, and I, and I talked to one of my friends about it. I was like, if I am anti a lot of these things, what does that mean for me to put so much of my time and art into the things that I'm not for, that I'm against, you know, morally? Like, how does, you know, what does that say about me if I'm just willing to to put effort into these things, which I think are, are hurting people, you know? Mm. Um, and... That it, it caused a whole existential thing. Uh, I wasn't supposed to be there. But <laughs> yeah, that, that's a real, like, I'm not supposed to be yeah, here everything. I mean. So what was the resolution? The I think the resolution ended up being, um, you know, and one of the things I also, which I, I also, um, holding off on the resolution for a second, one of the things that I also, and, and I still bring it into question something uh, sometimes, um you know, if you're paying an artist, but it's not completely their vision, is it really, you know what I'm saying? Like, why are you approaching them, you know? And, yeah. and, and 
feel you like know, a trade of control is like a little bit necessary, at least somewhat. Like, yes, yeah. you could realize it with someone else as a collaboration, but at the same time, like the artist has to have some type of free range. Absolutely. And I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and I was trying to question how much of my voice would uh, ultimately be in it. And then later on, that caused me to, to try to explore the idea of creating a piece of artwork that had none of my voice in it. But um, that's for later shit. Uh, so it, it ultimately, the resolution in the talk with my friend uh, was, you know, it's uh, it's a job. And yeah. <clears throat> regardless of what, what is being said in the artwork, it is it is not wholly representative of you but a collaboration and it is um, mm-hmm. a representative of maybe how you see that individual or helping that in- individual see themselves as this thing, you know, and like I ended up doing it and not getting paid for it. Um, oh. when, when, when money was asked for it, there was, there was all sorts of excuses. You know, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I work this job and that, you know, I don't get paid that much and I got child support and I gotta, oh, you know, but, so you're telling and me he's swimming in cash with naked chicks. Yes. And he can't pay you. Yes. But he was Scrooge <laughs> McDuckin. And <laughs> I was like, hey, can I just get a coin? He was like, I don't have any. But this is this is an interesting thing. It's uh it speaks to the uh I guess the projective vision that he wants of himself. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy, like from my perspective. But at the same time, it's still valid. Like what did his music sound like? Uh, it was. Was um, it good though? <laughs> did it hit though? <laughs> did it hit? I mean, good is subjective. Oh <laughs> no! What well, you say? Good. You never. You never. put on. You never put on the album. And be like this. <laughs> this album. If you'd be like, nah, this is a fire. No, 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 no. Just nah, mid. So yeah, when you try to explain shit. <laughs> so when I wrote this, I was thinking, you know, when you have to have the disclaimer, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's no, really no, 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 no. It's not even that but great. I mean, but he, I understand. He, he was. He was competent. Um, yeah. He knew what he was doing. No, no disrespect to the artist. Who? You know, who? Who, is he, who would he sound like if you had um, to? No, no. I don't think. I don't think that's wise to do. We don't want enemies of the cast. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Uh, but if you want me to say his name, I'll say his name. Oh, please. His name- <laughs> he did not say the name. Listeners, he did not say the name. And I'm, I'm a little. You can't say who he sounded like. Yeah. If um, you had to compare, he to sounded a, like bleep. He sounded like. He sounded like like generic Texas rapper. Oh, okay. okay. Um, if um Texas rappers are fire. Yes. Who do you Some like, Mister? But I grew up in ba- Texas. Bash World is on point. Bash World, I've never heard. Bash, of Bash World. World. Shout out Bash World. Other have I. Shout out Bash World. He has Shout a song called Mo Texas. It is Mo Texas. Where is it? What, what part of Texas is Mo? That I don't Beach. even know. I don't okay. know. Okay, Bash World. Dude, you know what I've realized? Side note: Everybody who's not from Texas, it's just like Texas. Like, there's no like Austin. There's no Dallas. It's <laughs> yeah. like it's you're from the same like, thing with the city. It's like the I'm big. from the Bronx. Wait. Yeah, we all get lumped into. Yeah, we just, yeah. we're just, we're just like, oh yeah, the only island that exists in New York is Manhattan. Every other, right? Island, every other island is not real. Or island. <laughs> Yo, what is say that? <laughs> say New Jersey isn't real here. <laughs> no, you know what's crazy? New Jersey actually owns the Statue of Liberty. It's not even New York. Really? Yeah. They, Wasn't that? I was actually reading about that. It's like this a court case or something, and what? they ruled it for New Jersey for the jurisdiction. So. Why? Jersey needs to feel important. Okay. <laughs> we'll let him have it. We're let him have it. You know, plus, the, plus, plus that's French for the world. 
Oh yeah, Bash for the world, Bash for the world. My Bash fault. Bash for the world. I apologize for his name being messed up, but that his song Mo, Te- Mo Texas is Mo one Texas. of the firest songs I've heard in a minute. A little bit Mo Texas. Everybody needs a little Mo Texas. He says he says some line. Let me pull it up. Um, Bash for the world. Bash me, for the world. This this line is worth the the uh, the commotion worth, and worth and the, the pause and and the flow of the conversation. Let me see. You guys can keep on talking. I'll, I'll pull it up when I find um, it. But now to 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 finish off, yeah, it was that that kind of had me jaded, and I was like, um, you know, and it really revealed my relationship to my art. It was like that was something that was just so personal to me mm. that I didn't want to sell it. You so know? how um, would you approach a similar situation um, moving I, forward? Um, yeah. I mean, how I um. The reconcile was photography is me taking pictures of other people. So that I can yeah. definitely sell. Um, if somebody wanted, say, like a drawing, it would have to be somebody close to me. Like, hence, mm-hmm. you know, my best yeah. friend, like he, one of his album covers mm-hmm. is a drawing that I did of him in a club. Uh, really? Which was really random. Like, I was like, I, I was sitting in a club and I was bored. I saw him um, and I drew it and he was like, yo, that's dope. I'm like, I was like, all right, that, like that's the next album cover. Anytime he needs an album cover, he hits me up, and I was like, all right, we in album mode, let's go. Um, but yeah, yeah, the 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 result of that is I'm not gonna put, I'm not gonna give that part of that part of me out. And mm. to quote Yazin Bay, every part of you can't be for sale, and that's the part of me that wow, that's probably that's very deep. I feel like that's sale. a good yeah. Okay, yeah, but uh, yeah, what's up with the line? Let's hear it. Yeah. You got Christian. Yeah, you got it. Tells you he hit us with the yell, the rapper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't ever play with my name, cause that's my name. This ain't just entertainment. You ain't even got a fret. This ain't no threat. You just get met with intimidation. Even King David spilled blood for respect, and I pray that my sins get vindicated. Jeez. I just mm. pull up to say hello to do my thing, then skirt off with my sinner's fragrance. Whoa, <laughs> Mo Texas, bash for the world, bash for the world. Can we give him a round of applause? That's, oh, we can hey, give him a round of applause. That is, that is, that actually reflects on some of the themes that we're talking about in terms of commodification and art. Mm, True. Bringing it all back around, baby. You can't, you can't play with my name. Even Don't King, play even, with it. Even King David spilled blood for, for respect. And I pray that my sins get vindicated. Woo! Amen. Woo! It's hot. Amen. Hot. That's Texas hot. Shout out to you guys for coming from Texas. <laughs> hey, yes, triple digit heat on yeah. a regular. If I ever meet him, I'll, I'll I'll spill that line. That line uh, hit me profoundly. That was a very deep and uh, very beautiful way to to convey something that you feel like that comes um that comes from being in rooms where you're like your art is not respected, absolutely, or your name is just like played around with. It's right. just like. Or you're you're kind of like looked down upon in a situation where you have like less, and I feel like that's just a reaffirmation. Like, hey, mm. I don't have to be the toughest in the room. Like, even though, even though it's like a tough line, mm-hmm. he's not. Um, it's not very. It's um, not tough. Co- guy. It's like not a, very tough guy. It's very matter of fact. Yeah, it's, it's very, very. It's not. It's, it's not like point. threatening violence. It's not. It's very confrontational. It's just like these are the stakes at hand. It's very matter of fact in saying that, and I appreciate that. Mm. Shout out to Bash for the world. Shout, yeah, out, shout out to Bash, Bash for the world. world. Um, but yeah, shout out generic Texas rappers here. 
Yes. <laughs> Shout out generic Texas rapper. <laughs> we need all I was, of them. I, I've been trying to figure out what he sounds like. It's been so oh, long. Wow. It's probably, oh my God, since like, that probably happened 2006, maybe, 2005. Oh. So, I don't know if yeah, there were any prominent Texas heads at that time. Maybe um, like Paul Wall. Oh, Mike yeah, Jones. there was definitely Paul, uh, Paul Wall. There was definitely prominent Texas rappers. Um, UGK were on the scene. Yeah, as a matter of fact, UGK. Um, that was when I think, um, especially Houston, uh, had his greatest bump. Um, Mm. when you were seeing a lot of Texas rappers get shined, um, Mike Jones. Who? Um, Mike Jones. (laughs) (laughs) You got me. (laughs) Oh man! Wow. Because I haven't heard that name. I haven't heard or said that name in a long time. Yeah, you got me. True. Um. Uh, Chameleonaire, like you said, Paul Wall. Um, I didn't know Chameleonaire came from. Never Texas. swore yeah, in his Houston, lyrics, Texas, right? Really? What's up? Never swore in his lyrics. Yeah, never. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, nope. uh, unless you count some in bombs, but I mean, yeah. Other than that, no, I don't think he has ever. Nice. Or at least not none of the ones I've heard. Yeah. I don't think anybody's really. I mean, Is, I guess except for like Post Malone, nobody's really came out of Dallas. Out of Dallas, um, ah, there's some. Um, I, I believe Lecrae is from Dallas. Lecrae, oh, yeah, Lecrae. Um, yeah, Lecrae. Yeah, Lecrae. Shout out Lecrae. He has I think, song that I like. Lecrae. if I'm not mistaken, Usher was born in Dallas. Was he? Yeah, I think. I think so. I mean, you guys have like the queen of like neo soul over there from Texas. Who's cool. that? Uh, well, you have. I think Beyonce comes from Texas, right? Oh yeah, she's, yeah, from, she's Houston. from Houston. Nora Jones. Yeah, Beyonce oh, yeah. comes from Texas, she, and she you have to, and she you went have to Erica Badu. That she did. Yeah, Erica Badu too. Have Erica Badu. Oh my God! Side fun fact: uh, Trent and Bill. This is a total work moment. Yeah. Are alumni of the same school? Oh wow! Shout yeah. out! Shout out! Shout out to well, we, I didn't mean to dox him, but shout out the manager. <laughs> shout, shout out to, out to manager the manager. Bill. Shout out to manager Bill. Bill. <laughs> 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 no, you yeah. could. We didn't say the full name. You could, yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of managers named Bill. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, no. There goes oh the phone. no, the phone is down. Yeah. People. Oh, shout down. out, shout out to our first little little stage setup mess up. I don't yeah. know what you call yeah. those, like little blooper. Uh, yeah. yeah, blooper reels yeah, that make it to the cut. That's fine. Yeah. You know, as character, yeah. that it does. Uh, and we're gonna bring this episode to a close. This nice little Lucy, nice little, little right. reform talk, Lucy. Little Lucy, yeah. Um, Conversations. Uh, so what are we gonna do now? Thank yous. Uh, thank you to Gravity for bringing that phone down. Yes. You know, yeah. Uh, Gotta love it. Yeah. Um, shout thank you. Shout you know, out to Gravity for keeping us humble. Yeah. This is a real one here <laughs> for holding um, us down. Holding us down. I would like to thank. Uh, this is something I've been thinking about recently. A little small moment of gratitude and something i'm actually genuinely thankful for Mm. is that every day like no matter how how like bad or like whatever it could seem it's like it's it's really remarkable that every day we're uh blessed with like new opportunities like every single day like you could be like damn like bump 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 like getting beat up by life but like you wake up the next day and it's like like even just the sole fact that you have the opportunity of a new day mm-hmm. i mean it's, it's really something to be thankful for so sh- shout out to opportunities that's who shout i'm thinking yeah, shout out to opportunities. Yeah, opportunities. get a round of applause yeah. <laughs> 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 
Yo, you yeah. got to pause for Will. Yeah, because <laughs> that, that second scream, like, it's just like he just reinvigorates your soul with yeah. that one. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I didn't believe before, but, you know. Yo, yeah, what was he doing for the first couple seconds? <laughs> like, like, he was revving up. Powering up. Like, yeah. like he I was, need a what, moment. I need a moment. It was like Dragon Ball Z, like, charging up, like, like it's just exploding. We have to create lore for Will. Yeah, we do. And every every episode is gonna get a little piece of Will's story that we're gonna share. So that that's that's my thank you. That's that was amazing. That's a good Christian. I want to do another Will hog, but like we can't. So we need to put him back in his cage. He let him out too much. He thinks yeah, this is right. home. He's like, he he's like a man. He's like a man of bar in the video game. Like he needs to charge. Up. He needs to yeah. recharge. Uh, his battery pack gets low very fast. Um, shout out to uh, shout out to Bash for the World and shout out to songwriters um mm. that put the time and effort to uh, say something important, or even if they choose not to uh, give us something to dissect, anyways. Um, speaking of uh, speaking of opportunities, uh, big thank you to my best friend who's always done music and always included me in his projects. Fire. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, speaking of, I'm not supposed to be here. We're gonna have him on sometime, and he has he's got a really he's got a really great theory about him and I, you know, uh, being here before and reincarnating. You know, yes, we're I not supposed to be here. I want to uh, talk about reincarnation. I would love oh, yes, to. We will. We I would love I, to. I feel like um, there's a lot to be said. There's a lot to be said. Yeah, I think that could potentially be a holy pee right there. Yeah. Yes, yes. But uh, this this little this little gem right here, this is coming to an end. So thank you guys for listening. You've been a wonderful and energetic, invisible audience. Thank you. Yes. Shout out to the invisible audience. Peace.